Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I watched a film that opens in cinemas this weekend. Uh, it showed at the Indie Cork Festival last weekend. It opens in screenings around the country this weekend. And I cannot recommend more highly that if you take an interest in news and current affairs, if you take an interest in the history of the last number of years, if you take an interest in women's health, and if the name Vicky Phelan has ever taught caused you to turn up the radio or buy a newspaper or watch a television show get thee to a cinema uh, this weekend and see this superb piece of work i'm joined in studio by a man i've spoken to many times since the cervical check scandal broke a number of years ago and at this stage i think you'd consider yourself a fairly close friend of vicky Phelan, uh, stephen teep good morning Good morning, PJ. Thanks for having me on. And thanks for being with us again. Uh, Stephen, of course, uh, lost his wife, Irene, to cervical cancer, and something that could have been found and cured. Uh, we'll get to that in a while. But uh, I'll start by asking, because she's not doing interviews to publicise this this film, um, how is she? How is Vicky? Yeah, Vicky's prior- prioritising her health, which is why she's not here. I'd like anybody that's going through cancer or cancer treatments it has its good days and bad days but the fight is constant and like as we know Vicky's been fighting a terminal illness now since December 2017 so um, but yeah like Vicky just uh, just a week and a half ago had another dose of chemo and you know just found that tough and she's just been taking it easy since but you know she's, she's back on her feet again but you know I suppose like anyone, there's good days and bad days and all you want for Vicky is just to have more good and bad. Uh, quality of life is something she speaks about an awful, awful lot because it means spending more time with her family, her kids particularly. So, um, yeah, we wish her the best of luck. And I'd, I'd forgotten, actually, until I watched the film last... There's lots of things I'd forgotten until I watched the film that she was only given six months. That's correct, Nearly yes. five years ago. Yes, it was um, six... Like, when I met Vicky, it was in... Uh, when was that? At the start of May... 2018 and you know like technically she only had like one or two months to live at that point you know and it was because she refused chemo looked at alternative options and discovered this drug Pembro that is four and a half years later she's still around thank god you know wow. Wow. now we wouldn't be having this conversation Stephen if it wasn't for her interview and I think that's this is a deep dive into the cervical jet cancer I think cancer scandal Deeper than has been done before. I think deeper than has been done in news, deeper than has been done in newspapers and certainly on radio. 
and we wouldn't be having conversations like this if it wasn't for the fact that she said absolutely not I'm not taking this compensation and walking away that's it it goes back to the 25th of April 2018 that was that day and those famous clips that we're all used to seeing now was when Vicky won that court case and stood outside the courthouse in Dublin that day and made that speech to us all she was um, you know another person that had you know just won a a negligence case but what really gripped the whole country about her case that time was what she also went on to do and that was refusing to to sign a um, confidentiality or non-disclosure and basically for the only reason that she knew she wasn't the only one who had gone through this or she's not the only one who had audit reports um, buried in her medical files they had discovered that there was about 16 other women just connected to her uh, records that were included in this she never knew it was going to be you know over 221 Mm. that time it's nearly 400 plus now today Um, but she never knew it was it was going to be um, that on that scale. But what she did know was she wasn't the only one, and that's what really gripped this nation: the courage and the bravery for 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 Vicky, who only had a couple of months to live at that point, mm. was in an, an awful lot of pain. Had just started a, a new drug, but she didn't know was going to work or not. It was complete gamble, and to be able to stand up and do that was, I suppose, the courage and strength that I suppose we're all in awe of today when, mm. we, when we hear her name. You know, absolutely. And it was because of that conversation, like Irene had died, and you were getting on as best you could. You were avoiding any mention of cancer, and you just turned off the radio, didn't buy the paper. I was a shadow of my former self today, you know. It was nine months after Irene had died. I was barely coping, um, looking well, after 35, my Stephen, wasn't it? Irene was 33 when she got diagnosed, 30. 35 when she died. And at that point, I had a five and a, and a three-year-old. The boys, five and three, when Vicky was on the, the, the court steps that day. And, um, do you know, I had a full-time job as well. So I was just juggling it all and cancer, I was just didn't want to hear a thing about it. Mm. So when that story broke and of course, if, like previously when there was other stories of cancer in the in the, the newspapers or on the radio or TV or whatever, like I just turn it off. I just done with this, you know, I have mm. enough on my plate. I didn't have a time, a second for myself and I was just really, really struggling. And then that's when I suppose Vicky, you know, blew the whole thing up in the air around this the cervical check scandal and, and about a couple of days after that court case, we, we learned that there were 17 women who had cervical cancer who was in the screening program, who had their slides audited, came back with different results, buried in the, yeah. their, their medical files, and those 17 women were dead. And it wasn't until I had stumbled across that by accident that I started to pay attention because there was far too many similarities in that story. Yeah. Minus the audit report, I didn't know about that at the time, but you know, a woman with cervical cancer had died who had participated in the screening program. Ticked all the boxes for yeah. for what Irene had gone through, you know. Something that I'd never seen before uh, up on screen was these audit reports. And for people who haven't seen it yet, this lays it bare as it could ever have been. You got Irene's audit report and you saw it. Tell people what was on it. So... What you see from the documentary is just this one pager and um, in the middle of the page, I guess there's a bit of writing at the start, but in the middle of the page is the audit slide. So for the likes of Irene, there was two slides, 2010, 2013, with a line down the middle of the page. And on the left-hand side is the results that were reported back to Irene. So like Irene, like most women would have been invited to participate in the screening programme, 
would have gone to our GP. They would have taken the smear test at the GP, sent it off, and the results would come back to the GP, and the GP would inform other patients, in Irene's case, that, um, you know, your, your smear came back clear, grand, you're not you another one for another three years, and that's what happened twice for, for Irene. Um, but what the audit report showed was those results on the left-hand side, and then on the right-hand side, what happened after it was audited. And they weren't clear, either of them. And um, if either of those um, tests were reported correctly, um, Irene would be alive today. She would have had a minor procedure for the, for the, in 2010 and another procedure in 2013. If either of those results, it just, we just needed one to be read correctly and she would be alive today. And you, that is, the, I suppose, the reoccurring theme in, yeah. in the cervical check scandal with these um, audit reports. And a conscious decision was made not to give you this information. Absolutely. So like, with, so what used to happen was when a woman got diagnosed with cervical cancer and she participated in the cervical check screening program, it triggered an automatic audit of the slides, which we were never told about. So Irene, was, Irene would have said, um, well, how did this happen? I've done everything right. I participated in the screening program. How did this happen? And the consultant would say, oh, there's limitations to screening. So we bought that. Um, excuse, they, they went on to give, to give some sort of explanation for what limitations were, and that was fine, but Irene kept on repeating that question over and over again. But in July 2017, on the 14th of July 2017, we were sitting in the CUH, and that was the day they told Irene that there's nothing more we can do for you. Your cancer's too progressive. We're stopping treatment, and you have a few short weeks to live. That was the 14th of July 2017. On the 4th of July, 10 days before that, this audit report was put into a file. We know this because there's a stamp on the date it went into the file. And that was the day that was put into the file. Um, no, The file that was sitting in the room with us on the day we were told she was going to die. And uh, no mention whatsoever at any point. The t- amount of time she asked that question, no mention. Oh, look, we can actually find out some answers maybe with this audit or you know, get you some answers on the screen. Like nothing whatsoever mentioned. This file just buried into the middle or this audit buried into the middle of the file and notice said and absolutely nothing and it wasn't until Vicky by pure accident out of boredom do you know she always considers herself in another way like a, a bit of a nerd she loves she loves dissecting and reading and everything else and researching the whole lot and when she was bored anyway in the hospital in January she had a file on her lap and she was just waiting for a consultant or an appointment or a scan or something anyway can't remember what it was and she was just browsing through the file, just being nosy. Mm. And she stumbled across this page, page two of two. Yeah. Do you know? You never w- found page one. God only knows where page one. Did you find one. your page no, one? No, never. No, it was only a one page or photocopy that was in the file. And, um, you know, she just stumbled across this by pure and utter accident. And here she is being told that day she was getting six months to live. And this, this, this you know piece of information in her file that, you know, would have proven to her that her course for her future could have been changed, you know, wow. considerably if, if something yeah. was done here and nothing said. Yeah, and the very, and the very same, and I, I, you're even saying, I can, I can see it in your eyes, it's even painful to talk about it now and will be painful forever. This was done to you. This wasn't an accident, this was done to your it family. Was done, and I think it's probably one of the things that you see in this documentary, you know, like I think Vicky's, Vicky documentary it kind of tells three stories because you've seen it now it, it's 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 vicky going through her treatment 
mm. and you, you 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 see you're actually physically going raw. through the hospital and all that. Very raw. So Very raw. raw. It's so real. And then there's Vicky, the mom, the, the wife, you know, the, the the family and the friends piece, and then there's the the scandal piece. And I suppose, you know, we it isn't just. Vicky or I or Lorraine or someone talking on radio or being in the news or reading it in the paper, you actually get to see all the little bits that are attached to it now for the first time. Mm-hmm. What the audit report would have looked like, you know? Yeah. And so on. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. It's the deepest dive I think I've seen. Yeah, and you don't... And it's utterly fearless. Utterly, utterly fearless. 100%, yeah. Um, it's just that feeling of anger at the end of it. That mm. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to spoil too much. For, but you will. You will be angry. You will be. I was very, very angry at the end of yeah, this. Yeah. Some people come through it and you realise just how enormous a part they played. Keon O'Connor. What a guy. Yeah. He's yeah. a listener. An absolute gentleman. Um, you know, I've, I've met Keen a, a couple of times now. And um, I remember the first time I met Keen was when Vicky and I were invited to the public accounts committee back in May 2018. That was actually the first time I actually met uh, Vicky in the flesh. And we were at, we were, it was across the road from Leinster House, we were in that hotel Buzzwells, you know, mm. that, that famous one where they say all the big decisions of this country are made. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we were there, Vicky and I were there for about an hour or two preparing and Keon O'Carroll comes in and he looks at me and he starts breaking down crying. Yes. And he just says the words, I actually didn't realise you were that young. He's a guy that wears his heart in his sleeve. He's an absolute yeah. gent. And what he's done for Vicky um, was just incredible. And he's done for lo- lots of other families as well. But he's certainly passionate about this. There's and, uh, one uh, scene in the film that I, I actually had to pause it and go make tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see the emotion in him. Yeah, you do. You, do well, yeah, yeah. you absolutely do. Another man that comes through that really got a hold of this for the women involved, Gabriel Scali. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Gabriel Scali, um, yeah, another gent, and really got um, emotionally involved in this mm. as well. Do you know? You can see him getting cross. Getting cross, and I think, like he and, and like Dr. Gabriel Scali, has met an awful lot of the women and families um, that have been a part of this, and he's heard their individual stories, and is absolutely horrified by it also. But I suppose that's really what 
brings out his passion in this as well because he really wants to, you know, what he did in the past about about finding out what went wrong. But even just taking that extra step further and wanting to fix it as well, and hence we had all these recommendations, you know, that 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 he would have put, and it's all part of the passion. And yeah, he, yeah, it's certainly something that we certainly felt was his passion throughout. The politicians and the HSE are analysed in this. How does Simon Harris come through it in your view? He was Minister of He time. was Minister of Health at the time. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking back now. Like it's nearly, I'm trying to think back at the beginning. It's four and a half years ago now. I think, I think he did all right. I think he stood up to the powers that be. Like he would have been under immense pressure from the Department of Health particularly to do an internal review. And he stood up and said, no, actually, we'll do an external review. Mm. Um, he answered my cry for help, for support, for the family, for the children and for the women involved. And he delivered that. And he delivered support for the support group as well. So he did do his best, um, I suppose, where he could by us. Um, of course, he then would fall down the trap of the political side of things as well. Mm. But I think he did stand up to a lot of people that normally you don't see. Mm. And again, I, you know, it was like he's young. He's got a, a young wife also. Um, I think it was before they had their first child. So certainly every time I was meeting with him, I was trying to get him to relate to us, mm. to relate to me. You're close enough in age, I think, aren't you? He's a couple of years younger than me. I wish I was his yeah. age now, but he's, <laughs> he's still a few years younger than yeah. me. Um, someone, and I, I've said this two or three times, and you, you, I, when you watch the movie, you'll realise why I keep coming back to this. Somebody decided to do this, Stephen, to Vicky to Irene, to Vicky's family, to you and your boys, and to others. Somebody decided to do this. Has that person, have those people, in your view, been found and punished? Do we know who they are even now? Those individuals, no, not everyone. We might know some of the players in it, but uh, not everybody. And certainly, no, they, they, would, they will not be punished. Um, How does that make you feel? very angry because it, in a way you will never get justice for what had happened and like justice being you know those being outed who made the mistakes and you know I suppose some sort of accountability and this is the, the long going issue within our public service that lack of accountability and it's you know, it's a conversation we can go on for hours and then again why is it done and of course it's a massive spotlight on women's health in general in Ireland you know like this country has a very very long deep history in failing women's health in, in mm. Ireland. And, you know, there's more than one example. And when you go back to Dr. Gabriel Scally's um, report and what he highlights, uh, why were the slides uh, taken out of Ireland, you can just look at the procurement process behind this mm. and where they weighed it on price. To save money in a recession. Save money and quality wasn't even on the radar. And that there is... To me, is the backbone of this mm. the lack of money in women's health, and therefore you just look away from the quality, and that's mm. where all of this. Fell are down there people? Are there people, and you don't, you can't name them, unfortunately. No. Are there people that you would like to sit in front of and say, "Why the hell did you this do this to us?" Absolutely, yeah. I, I like. How could you have made such a decision? What were you thinking to take all of this? Out? Are there people? Are there? Are they? Are they people whose names I would know if you if you told them to me? Off the air, certainly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Like yeah. There, there's like the decisions would have sat with politicians, 
you know, at, at the end of the day, who would have made that final decision. They were the ones that could have stepped in and stopped this. You know, like we had a screening program in Ireland there where all the slides were red in Ireland. We had courses in universities to train people for this. All of that's been taken away. Why it's, what, the end goal is to get all these slides read in Ireland, but the problem is now is we don't have the, the staff to read these slides because we've stopped training people in Ireland. So now it's going to turn into like a five, six-year process to bring it all home because you, you, it's, you could have a building tomorrow, you could have all the equipment tomorrow, but it's going to take years to train staff up to deliver it. That's anticipating my next question and almost answering it for me. Where we stand today, this could happen again. This could happen again. No, look, I think this, the, the screening program is certainly much better than okay. what it was. Good. And that's, that's, and now we have to say that. You know, screening is very, very important. It does save lives. The screening program, with its faults, saved an awful lot of lives. Yes. But and then yeah, again, it costs... It's fair to point that out. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to be... You have to point that out. But certainly, when it failed people, it failed people when it didn't have to. People like Irene, Vicky, yeah. and so on. But it's certainly better. We talk about limitations of screening. The old system, 15 women out of every 20 would have been read correctly and so on and reported back. Five would have fallen into limitation screening. There's a new screening program brought in as a result of this scandal, which means only two out of every 20 women will fall into limitation screening because they've removed the human element from this. Mm. That's huge. And there's a double and treble checking. Absolutely. And about when it comes to quality assurance, because if you remember... The HSC thought there was only six labs reading slides, where behind the HSC's back there were 16. Yeah. They didn't have a clue. I looked at the screen and I said, what? You, you couldn't make it up. No, you couldn't. Yeah, and then there, in some of the labs, there was only one person on their own, God, with no supervision. So to say that there was quality insurance in place by our HSC, of course there wasn't, you know. Mm. And obviously that is certainly an improvement because the lab that's there today is being checked out. They're not going to make that mistake again. And, and that is certainly a positive. That's important and that's a, and that's a change. Absolutely. Lastly, in the, in the time we've left, how are you and how are the boys? Uh, the boys are doing fine. Um, they're in, in school now like everybody else and life's returned to normal. Um, like any parent, I'm a full-time taxi driver now with all of the <laughs> extra of everything just seems to come back at once so that eases off after about 20 odd years you know yes yeah, so you? I hear so yeah <laughs> and with rising fuel prices and everything else he says <laughs> when they just take up cycling or rollerblading <laughs> to get to these places uh, but they're doing fine um, you know they 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 have more good than bad days they get yeah. sad and you know even only up to last week still get sad over their mum but um, you know this is grief Grief is not a temporary like, uh, disease no. or anything. It's a permanent state of mind. And yeah. of course, we'll live with that forever. Yeah. yeah. And as they grow up, you'll tell them everything they want to know. Absolutely. Yeah. And as they do, as they do grow up and their minds expand and, everything, and develop and everything else, they have more questions. You know, the answers you would have given them last year are no longer good enough today because, mm-hmm. you know, your seven-year-old who was once six has decided, oh, actually, you know what, I want more detail on that answer you gave her and so on. So, um, and they re- and then they relive those emotions all over again with a little bit more maturity and so on and so on. And so, so on and so on and so on. The film is, it is a masterpiece. It is. Yeah, uh, she's an incredible, incredible uh, person, and I think this documentary cements her forever. It's great. It's I think what you see, you notice it yourself when you watch it. Like it's in her words, it's her talking throughout. Yeah, we see her, um, you know, not just talking to talk, but walking the walk. Yeah, and, and raw. You and see it raw. very. It's raw. it's very real. Yeah, very yeah. real. Stephen, please, when you are speaking with her or texting or whatever you do, please. Give her my personal regards and regards of the team well, of that course. we're thinking of her. And uh, you've become a good friend of the show over the last couple of years. Thanks for being here again. 
Thank you very much. The film Vicky is in your cinemas this weekend. For goodness sake, don't miss it. Quartz 96 FM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.